Going It Alone, Episode 4, Catalina Island. Santa Catalina Island, one of California's Channel Islands, lies southwest of Los Angeles. It's known for its wildlife, dive sites and empty Orizaba, its highest peak. The resort town of Two Harbors lies to the north. To the south, in the city of Avalon, palm trees and cabanas line Descanso Beach. Avalon's circular arts deco, Catalina Casino, is a cultural centre with a movie theatre, a ballroom and a museum. It's also famous for William Wrigley. Yes, the guy that invented chewing gum. Right, so, 8am, early morning. I have breakfast on the ship. That's the great thing about cruise ships. Although it can be expensive, you know, an expensive holiday, there's also the option to sustain resources by having breakfast on board, taking fruits, croissants in your backpack from the breakfast buffet. There was no better place than Catalina Island to utilise this. The island is about 22 miles length and 8 miles in width, with very few shops to accommodate all the 400 passengers from the ship. My objective on this island was to capture some quality images, so I took my Lumix GH4 Panasonic camera with me, as my smartphone wasn't up to standard. I was excited, and as soon as I got off the ship I was taking pictures. Captured everything, surfboards, palm trees, and then I looked up, and faintly could see a cottage at the top of a hill. It had the American flag waving from it, that's what caught my attention because it was so far away I could barely see this thing. The flag was waving in the wind. It was the former summer mansion and gardens of William Wrigley, the founder of the Wrigley Company. So this was my mission. I planned to head to the top to view it. That was my mission for the day. Head to the top of the hill. I disembarked the ship with some dancers, but I lost sight of them. I was too busy taking pictures. But they had other objectives and I decided to carry on my way. One of the first things that you'll notice on the island is the abundance of golf carts in a comical array of styles and colours, since Avalon is the only city in California authorised by the state to regulate the number of vehicles allowed on the streets. Yeah, there's a 17 year wait to have your car on the road. Unreal, right? There are no rental cars and only a handful of privately owned vehicles. Many homes have golf carts in their driveways. I remember feeling like I was on a, a big movie set or something, like I, like I was at Universal Studios. It was pretty cool. There's no Uber service either for all the Uber fans out there. But if you'd like to hire a golf cart, Catalina Transport Services, Wild Express Vans are the go-to companies on the island. So I'm heading for the hill. There's a big cloud above. Looks like it might rain. And then I see a passenger from the ship. He's fairly old. He's got a camera around his neck and he's walking back to the ship. He says to me, it's about to rain. I will head back to where the shops are located. But I remained optimistic and continued. 20 minutes later, I, I'm not so sure if I'm heading in the correct way as I see no tourists on site. I'm lost. I see a six foot four man is big, broad, with a full head of white hair and a beard. He had such a peculiar smile like he knew I was lost or something. 
he had a slight stagger to his walk as well. He pointed me in the right direction and he said how beautiful it is at the top of the hill. He said, Believe me, I've lived here for over 19 years and uh, the view still amazes me. You'll find it. So I continued. As I make my way up the spiralling steep hill, there was an array of golf buggies heading in the same direction, zooming past me every now and then. And then a golf cart carrying about 10 passengers went by. I thought, am I doing something wrong? Maybe I should have hired a golf buggy. It was now 33 Celsius and I'm hot, dripping and watching these golf carts go by whilst I drip with sweat. But I had water in my backpack and I stopped every now and then for a break. I stopped at a, a watching zone where tourists can view the beautiful island and it really was something else. I began to realise that <laughs> I'd been walking for over one hour and then a buggy was coasting down the hill. I hollered, hey! Excuse me! Prompting the driver to assist me, he slammed on the brakes, travelled about 70 metres, and reversed. All I wanted was a picture with this beautiful view around me. I said, Sorry, um, I was just wondering if you could just take a picture of me, because uh, I'm, I'm alone. <laughs> sure. Sure, yeah, of course, we, we can do that. Can we do that? Yeah, yeah, of course, we, we can do that. Where do you want it? Where do you want it? Um, uh, just here, like, just, just take a, just, you know. So I started posing really weird, but uh, I managed to get some pictures. They were actually a nice couple. The guy said he was from South Africa and raised in Sydney. He was with his girlfriend from California. They were very nice. And although it felt a bit weird to have pictures taken alone, I followed my intuition, which is important for a solo traveller. <sighs> I continue up the hill. I could feel how steep the climb was becoming. And I started to wonder if it would have been a, a wiser option to have just hired a golf buggy. Also, I was unsure of what time to return to the ship. Was it 1600 hours or 1700 hours? started to feel a bit anxious. The reason I was anxious was because nine years earlier, I was in Athens on a cruise ship and I disembarked on my own. I was walking around, I went to KFC, and usually I would stay out the whole day, go for a walk and uh, sometimes uh, hire a bicycle. But on this occasion, I walked back to the ship. When I arrived, the cruise director was there, the staff captain, and they were really angry because the ship was about to depart. I was in a lot of trouble. They took away my ID, which meant I couldn't get off the ship for two days. That was rightly so. I should have got punished and I did. So, as you can imagine, I was worried about the time. But I see a passenger from the ship. He tells me not to worry. The ship doesn't leave until 1700 hours. Five o'clock. I trusted his words and continued. I'm here, finally. I've arrived at William Wrigley's summer house. As I approached this five-acre cottage, 
It was evidently clear to see the wealth that this man generated in his 70 years. Born in Philadelphia, his family were Quakers of English descent. In 1891, he moved from Philadelphia to Chicago to pursue a career in business. He left home with $32, which is now $850. He set up a soap distribution company, baking powder, and also the renowned Wrigley's Chewing Gum, where he made his name and fortune. The summer cottage was beautiful, overlooking the island of Santa Catalina. Since 1985, the cottage has been leased and turned into a luxury hotel. Although descendants of William Wrigley still own the island and carry on his vision to create a world-class resort, for me it was one of the most peaceful parts of America I ever visited. Small and blissful. The view from the top of the hill was, in one word, harmonious. If you ever go to Catalina Island, do nothing. This island has a way of invoking profound relaxation. Maybe it's the smell of eucalyptus trees and wild fennel, both relaxing scents, according to aromatherapists. Whatever the reason, you may find yourself so chilled out that nothing is the only thing left to do. Thank you for joining me for this episode. In the next episode, I'll be going to San Francisco where I spent three days riding the historical cable carts, dog walking on Chrissy Field, sailing under and walking the Golden Gate Bridge, sky bars, live music venues, homeless complexities, the biggest Chinatown in the world, touring Alcatraz and an unexpected brawl in a bar. Music was provided by Paul Anthony Blanchard. Why don't you follow him on Instagram at Paul Media Creator. 